I am so driven and so focused and that's why I find it so hard to date. I just want someone who understands what I'm doing or if I'm working like super long hours and I want them to have their own. I don't care what you're doing, but have a drive, have your thing going for you. Welcome to Startups and Unicorns with Belinda Agnew, your home to learn all things funding, scaling, talent, branding, and the billion-dollar dream. Finding out how to be a unicorn in a field of horses. Hear from industry founders and discover how to stand out to those who matter most to your business. With your host, tech startup fanatic, Belinda Agnew. Welcome to our ninth episode with your host, B. Our next guest on the show, uh, the duo that has made waves in the fashion industry through Bianca and Bridget and Booby Tape. You guessed it, Bianca and Bridget, the one who caught Kim K's eye. In 2018, the sisters invented Booby Tape, a breast lift in a box that sold out in hours after its first release. We will find out what it takes to be two very influential voices in the Australian fashion scene and how their products have become must-haves over the years. We will also talk about what it's been like in their dream of styling celebrities and non-celebs alike alongside running a successful brand. Young, beautiful, determined. What does it take? Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Belinda. Yes, thanks for having us. I'm excited to have you guys. I've literally seen you on Instagram everywhere, on Daily Mail, like celebrities wearing your stuff. I'm like, I really need to to interview these girls. So I'm excited. Um, so, So let's start like from the beginning of, you know, where you guys grew up and how did you guys come about entrepreneurship? And was this a thing that kind of, was um, a fire in your belly from a young age or was it somebody that mentored you along the way coming into business? So let's start from the beginning of, let's say, 18 years old. Where were you guys? What were you doing? How did it all start? Both very different at 18. I was still <laughs> younger. So we're both from small country town, Mildura, uh, in Victoria, um, born and bred. Bianca went to boarding school at um, 14, oh, wow. 15 years 15. of age. So she left home early. I stayed in Mildura, finished my BCE in Mildura. So yeah. we were at very different stages at 18. I just found out I got accepted to university and I was hysterical. I didn't want to go to university. Uh, Bianca's like, what do you mean? Just like, I was like, I can't believe she got in. I said, we're going to throw a party. I'm so excited. It's the best news ever. And Bridget's crying because she like, didn't want to leave Mildura at that time. Yeah, and she's like, you're moving to Melbourne. I'm like, no, I want to be here. Anyway, best thing that I ever did. Thank the Lord. Um, so I would definitely say entre- entrepreneurship has come from, like, it's, we've been born, it's been bred into us with both of our parents. Um, things, for example, like I actually wasn't very good at school. I struggled at school. Um, I was always, you know, I was, I was just, I struggled. And um, for example, my dad was always like, you know, he always would try and encourage me. I'd be like, you know, I got these marks and he's like, it's okay. And I'm like, my spelling's horrible. He's like, it's okay. You're going to have a PA one day. And she, he's, she's going to spell for you. And I'm like, I can't do my time tables. And he's like, it's okay. You're going to have a calculator. You're going to have your own business. Like from birth, it was, there is no excuses. If you think you're smart or dumb or whatever the reason is, you are going to have your own business. It's really been 
like embedded in us from birth. But Bridget, I think you should add when she says she struggled, Bridget struggled academically and people think that that's just the only thing that you need to succeed in life. Bridget is brilliant in so many other ways, creativity, entrepreneurial. She was good with business from a young age. So when she says she struggled, she struggled academically, but she had many other qualities which is what she's tapped into. So I think that's important for people to know just if you're struggling, it doesn't mean your life's over. Yeah, you just have to, like, I was yeah, really wow. lucky to have a father like I did and to, some people would just put themselves in a box and say, I can't do anything, that's it. But he was like, you will have your own business and you will employ people to the things that you're not good at, they'll do for you. So Absolutely. it's really important to tell your what children. What a dad. Yeah, no. So what do parents do? Um, so they have their own business. They're in real estate and property development. Um, they come oh, from right. very humble beginnings and they've done extremely well, really hard, hard workers, both of them, mother and father. I think it's important to note that we have a mum, we didn't grow up with a traditional mum who stayed home and was a housewife. I think our mum is a huge inspiration to Bridget and I and Bridget and I are very unique compared to a lot of other women we know and I think that's a testament to my mum because she is one of the only women. She is dynamic in every way. She's incredibly organised so she runs a huge business. Um, She has about like nearly 35 staff. Um, and still comes home and is wife and mother and does all those duties. So she has, t- wow. as far as what Bridget and I can get done in a day, like our dad's brilliant, but our mum is the organised one and I think we definitely take after her. But I think in saying that, you said, Did, where does this entrepreneurial like nature come from? Bridget, do you remember from young age we were always trying to like you were selling things on eBay? I went to boarding school and I remember my mum like bought me a wax pot because I couldn't go get my eyebrows waxed. And I'm like, girls started to say, oh, can I get, I was, yeah, sure. I go, it's going to be like $5 like a go. So I started like waxing girls' eyebrows. Wherever I could see an opportunity or like in the market, I'm like, let me capitalize on that. Let me try and make some money. And I know Bridget did the same. And this is from children. Mm-hmm. And we were always working from young. between you two? Young girl. Six Bianca years. Bianca loves it when oh, people wow. ask that. Yeah, she gets so happy. Does she? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I think I look much so, older. But. Okay, so Bianca, okay. I, I had to double check because I was like, which one's the oldest? Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. Um, so you got the wax, <laughs> the wax pot? And yeah, I got the wax pot. I started a little, like, like wax, just for example, you know, and then there was like many other little um, business ventures like along the side that, um, and also we just always wanted to work. Like I would fight with my dad because I went to boarding school. Like I was working from wow. honestly probably an illegal age, um, I shouldn't even say. And um, I, would, I fought with my dad because I said when I was 14 and nine months and I was in Melbourne, I said, I want to work. I want to make money. I want to work. He's mm-hmm. like, Bianca, I need you to study. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, you've got the rest of your life to work. And I got really angry. I'm like, no, I've just always wanted to work. So I feel like this drive and this burning passion, just it's just drive. Like you either have it or you don't. And Bridget and I were both, um, we were either born with it or our parents have like instilled it into us from a very young age. But I think you're just, you're a product of your environment and that's the environment that we were bred in and we just don't know any different. So do you have like siblings or is it just two? We have, we have a brother as well. Oh, you have a brother. Wow. Yes. And is he older or younger? Younger. Youngest. Youngest. Okay. So is your brother somewhat an income superstar as well or? 
So it's really funny. Joseph is um he's actually the super intelligent one of the family. Like he's got his masters and he's like, you know, I got through uni like scraping by. Joseph's like a high distinction student. Oh, um, a lawyer, by the way. She didn't scrape by, but yeah, okay. Yeah, but still I I I I didn't I didn't realise how important marks, good marks were because I was always so busy working whilst I was studying. Mm, anyway, my brother, is, my brother is brilliant. He's like a chemistry science. He's a tech head. Um, oh, and wow. he has, he had, he got in one of those incredible jobs straight out of school and he has actually left now to follow um, his entrepreneurial nature as well. And Joseph's actually um, building apps. So he's oh, like wow. actually everything himself. So he's incredibly brilliant in his own right and we think he's going to have a really bright future. That's amazing. So what type of tech is he in? Like AI or? Yes, AI. Or AI. I love, wow. I love that you know what AI is because Bridget and I are kind of like, <laughs> what do you do exactly? Yeah, um, yeah no, yeah. he's got a master's. Is, is it a master's in AI, Bridget? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah. Um, yep. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, tech is the future. I'm in tech. So, so it's, yeah. it's very it's very niche yeah. what he does. I don't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, and he's um like he's built an app which is called cool. Pickers, um and it's basically he's created his own AI. So this thing uh, better for him to explain, but it can measure like the reps and everything that you're doing and the strength and velocity you're lifting. What's it and called? He's created, uh, Fitkiss. He's just about to Fitkiss. launch it. Yeah, he's, he's just at store, but um, he hasn't done like it's, an official launch. So yeah, it's really it's, exciting. He's still perfecting it. You know out. how these things are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's really cool. Wow. So, you guys all ended up. How interesting. You guys all ended up being on. Very different. Very different, but you're similar. still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you would say that came from your parents. One hundred percent, it would have. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest thing that we were taught from a child is we were. And sorry, I don't know why so many parents don't tell their kids this. We were taught that we could do anything. Anything was possible. We had to dream big. And it's like so many kids think, "Oh, I'm not smart enough, or I could never do what you do." Anyone can do what we do if you want it bad enough. You just need to want it. So, um, you know, I, I have children one day and I, I can't wait actually to see what kind of experiment that turns out with them. <laughs> I want them to have a little business from when they're like babies. Bianca's clucky. Yeah, I think <laughs> she is. I think she is. <laughs> um, how interesting because everyone I speak to, and I think even for you guys, what you were saying, you guys are so different. Everybody you see that is super successful or grown some type of unicorn has come from a really bad upbringing and that was kind of the fire and that's where the grit came from because Mm. they didn't want to become their parents or they didn't want to struggle like their parents whereas you come from a very different upbringing yeah so we it's funny you say that because everyone I know most people I know who have been anyone who comes from a family that we come from they usually do not end up into because they haven't struggled they haven't done it tough and we don't have that Rags, we didn't have, you know. No, we're not. No, the thing is, and I'll be completely honest here our parents, they come from humble beginnings. They have done extremely well for themselves. They've worked so hard. I don't know another two working harder couple than my parents, but they've also been extremely tough on us. Like a lot of parents, like 
they've done so well. And, and I've been through stages too. I'm like, dad, are you ever going to help us out in life? And he's like, no, like, she's like, stop waiting for someone to come and help you. He's like, I've done it. Your mother and I've done it. It's time for you girls to do it. He's like, stop waiting for someone to rescue you. Cause it's not going to happen. Like, you know, okay. he, um, he, they don't, tough love. They're, they're beautiful and they're amazing and their advice and this and that, but it's no like cash handouts or no nothing. It is like when we started our business, Bianca and Bridget, our first, like the, the big business, we took out a hundred thousand dollar loan and our dad was like, you're an idiot. Like, he's like, what are you doing? And we're just like, well, we've got to do it somehow. You're not going to give us the money. And exactly. and, our, and our plan was if it all... We'd never ask, by the way, either. No, we would never ask because we know it's not an option. Like, even, like, I remember we would That's go amazing. overseas. We went, like, when I, when I was 21, you were six years older, and um, we went overseas to America for the first time. We had no money. Broke. No money. I can't, I went over, I went to America with $2,000 in my account for a, for a month so how, and we run out of money and I cut, we couldn't call my parents. We couldn't call them and ask. They wouldn't. So how did you survive? And my friend, my we, stayed friend in our, we stayed in our hotel room. My best friend Adele what? from Mildura come with us and her dad, like even, you know, the bonds on the hotels, like he had to pay it for us because I'm like, if they take $500 out, we're going to be out of money. Hilarious. So he was, my parents are like, you want to go overseas? You're on your own. Like, I love that. Tough love. So I'll tell you. So like an interesting story, and this is like stuck with me like my whole life. So when I was younger, so up until 18, like I said, I had a very comfortable family who I would get, you know, some nice clothes, some nice shoes bought to me. I thought, oh, God, I was getting into that kind of spoiled lifestyle. Then I hit 18 and I said, oh, Dad, I want those shoes. Um, He goes, how much are they, Bianca? I said, oh, you know, they're $800. He goes, okay, how much are you making per hour right now? I go, $21.95. He goes, okay, Bianca, divide 800 by 21.95. And I'm going, are you serious? You want me to work for 20 hours to buy a pair of shoes? I go, he goes, yep. He goes, you want those shoes? You go find a way to go buy them. And I'm like, that's something that really resonated with me. And we put everything down to dollar value and how much money you make in an hour. So in my head, I knew I need to make a lot more than $20 an hour to suffice the lifestyle that I wanted. Um, and to create the type of freedom, like people think money, money, money. It's not about money for me and Bridget. Money gives us freedom. Well, so we have uh, the freedom. You know, I can't believe how we went to America with like, I never want to feel that feeling again of not being able to, we canceled every restaurant. Oh, we were eating those hot dogs off the street every night. And that's what we did. And, and pizza that. slices. <laughs> that's what we ate every day. Cause I was like, and you know, we, we want to go. We were like, we had like, what was it? Um, was it Jaconi's? What we, anyway, we had all these nice restaurants booked in, canceled, canceled, canceled. I never want to feel that again. I'm like, and we got back and we're like, that is it. We Do have you now, something for ourselves. Now when we travel, Bridget, we don't, they're like, oh, we're going to take $2,000 the bond. I can remember that bond. We used to be traumatized by it. That's what I said. Adele's dad had to yeah. pay for it all for us because we couldn't pay for it. So Thank anyway, you, Mr. Saru. That is hilarious. So you were actually so scared to ask your dad. No, oh, no, no, it's just not an option. It wasn't an option. Like no. so even though your end or their end. Both. Oh wow. Like we grew up, that's why it's like we grew up with um like a really like a good family, consider like higher end middle class successful. And but we, Bridget and I feel like we've grown up really poor. Um <laughs> not true. Not poverty. No, true. okay, poor sorry, poor's the wrong word. Um we haven't been given things that our other friends have. Do you know what I mean? So we feel like every, every single every single thing we've done, we've done on our own. Like every piece of jewellery, our parents have never bought us anything. Like we've, you know, 
for a birthday, it's like maybe it's two, three hundred dollars, and you should be very, you know, it's and very generous. Like, we get a lot of comments, especially at the start. Maybe next we've spoken about it a bit more. People understand, but at the start, everyone's like, like people actually said, "I could start a business too if my daddy paid for it." Or when we bought our Correct. factory that That's we what work in, would say. yeah, and people are yeah. like, because um, they see our family. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, what did your factory? Did your daddy buy a factory?" And I'm like. I'm like, do you think my dad's sitting there putting through, you know, $100,000 of sales a day? Like, you know, like, I don't think so. Like, it's not, he's not doing anything. If anything, he thinks when we first launched, he thought we were crazy and spending $50,000 on an influencer. He's like, are you insane? Now he understands yeah. that he's come to terms, but we had to like, yeah. I'm like, Bianca, stop asking. Because Bianca's the type that will call dad and she'll be like, oh, we're going to pay Stacey, Kylie Jenner's friend this much money. And he's like, are you crazy? I'm like, stop telling him. He doesn't get it. You've got to, you know, stop asking advice of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually curious. How much does Stas cost? Stas is, is about 20,000. We started off, she's now about 20,000 USD. Oh, that's okay. That's not too bad. I thought that's she would US, be like grand. No, no, no. That's no. That's no. Um, that was um, Sophia Richie was that much. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. And so, but how that's not for one post. That's um, yeah. It just it's all different. It just depends what you ask for. Like sometimes it's an appearance plus a post, or sometimes it's just a post or just an Insta story. It just depends. Right, but yeah, right, around yeah. those prices. That's so interesting because I. I well, we've been using Stars for years. I think the first time we paid ten. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but you know, she had one million followers, yeah. now she has 12. So, so it's all relative. Prices. So, yeah. do you think. Um, and uh, USD, don't forget, everything's double nearly for us. I know. So it's like almost 38,000 or 35. Well, at the time, it was double. The, the dollar's gone up for us now, which is great. Yeah. Um, so, Bridget and I watch the currency and study it a lot. And um, like at the moment, it's good to use influencers um, in the US. Mm. Oh, awesome. So how much does a, uh, Kylie Jenner charge for a post or Kim K? Uh, the thing is, they're millions. Oh, they're millions? Well, they, would never, they would never work with us. Like, we don't believe so because of well, Kim. Well, yeah, because of what happened. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, the, the, the Kardashians are so highly sought after. They pick and choose. Like, you can go off of them, right. like, $3 million. And it's not like people think that it's a done deal. Even us. Influencers no. say no every day. Like it's oh, not really. Uh, absolutely. Like you can't just. Some just might not want to. Like for example, with our product, women go. I don't want to actually tell the world that I need some help having good breasts. I want everyone to think that my breasts are naturally perfect. Mm. So it is. People have no idea the struggles. At the and, start, um, we had a lot of trouble with that, but we broke through that. Like a lot of people didn't want to post free we tape, and then once we kind of got one person, then the next, and then like say Stacy, then people are like, oh, it's okay to post, and we kind of had to create that that it's okay yeah. to post. But that was a strange. And you probably strategy. had to pay a premium at the beginning, mm. um, whereas now you can like negotiate a bit when you're better known but at the start it's like how much do you want okay I'm just gonna have to pay it It might be two thousand dollars extra just to get my brand out there and people don't realize all these things the behind the scenes you know what else might be interesting for our followers to know because a lot of people think it's just so glamorous and it's so fun Bridget should we talk about the lawsuit that we just won like last week you can go for it. <laughs> so just to paint a picture, like I said, everyone thinks life's so fun. It's so glamorous. It's, uh-huh. Bridget and I have probably about seven lawsuits against us at the moment. Nothing that we've done uh-huh. wrong. Yeah. Um, literally people trying to steal our intellectual property. And the only way, for example, we have someone in China who's um, 
basically they've gone to register like a business name in China, like before us, taking the brand hostage. And they're like, if you don't pay us $100,000, you know, that's one example. So that's one lawsuit. Another one, which was really... Note to anyone who's starting a new business, trademark in China. China, always. Because afterwards our lawyers are like, it always happens if you haven't trademarked. We we trademarked everywhere. I don't know why we didn't do China. And like as soon as there's not, they find out you're not trademarked, they'll steal your your trademark. Then they can hold your stock at the dock hostage because they've got the trademark and you have to pay them to get your stuff out of the dock. It's it's insane. Because trademark's different to patent, right? Did you yes. do both? No. So that's another interesting question. Okay. So basically trademarking is protecting a brand. Patenting mm-hmm. is protecting an idea. We decide to go with protecting the brand because you can buy booby tape, um, you can create a booby tape and change the formula by 2% new product. So my patent is worthless. So um, we've decided to protect our brand and our name and that was more important than the actual product itself because you can change the products. Like as we have yeah. maybe 500 to 1,000 companies that have copied us. Tell, tell her about this girl who tried to do just... Yeah, we probably just won't mention any names, but we um, basically yeah. had a lady in. So we thought all of our business, we spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars protecting our IP for booby tape. That was our... Bianca and Bridget is quite unique. It's Bianca and Bridget. So we went to trademark Bianca and Bridget, not even expecting to have a problem in the world. Some woman in Germany, won't say the name, um, she had really poor legal advice and she put in an objection to our trademark. And it was nothing... Basically, her brand is nothing similar to ours, right? It's all casual wear and like... Kind track of suits. Yeah. And she's... In Germany, by the way, they're just not even remotely, you won't even think they're the same. So cut a long story short, this has been going on for two years and we were at the point, it was COVID, like it was tough and we told the lawyers, we're like, you know what, let's just, we just had a bad day. We're like, let's just don't even, like, F the trademark. Like, let her win it, let her win it. Let her win. The lawyers are like, girls, calm down. You've come this far. If she does, you're going to have to change your entire business name, Bianca and Bridget, and we're like, hold on a minute. Then she started. She that we can't do casual wear. We can't do this. We can't do that. She wanted, she wanted to settle and she wanted to put all these types of clauses in and we're like, we were just, and we're like, we had to be tough. We had to say no and we had to know that, like, as a lawyer, I'm like, there is no way she can win this. So cut a long story short, it went to, like, um, the IP court, like, in Canberra, and it was, like, yeah, it was huge. And honestly, like, just this one little instance, which we've done nothing wrong, this cost us over $50,000. Do you know what I mean? On law, law fees, right? On lawyers. Yeah. But yeah. We, we won, that, thank, that, thank God. So at least we won. came out of it. Last week, so now our trademark is registered, and now we've like registered globally, and it's fine. But we thought all the issues we've had with our IP because Booby Tape is such a strong name, and I've got people fighting. By the way, Booby Tape is now trademarked and registered like globally, like we've got most countries, um, all the major ones, which is great. But that was a huge problem for us. But Bianca and Bridget, so this is what I'm saying people don't understand there's all these hidden expenses in a business. That Correct. if you are not tough, and then I get friends on Instagram, Bridget, I'm getting this daily at the moment. Have you seen this? This is boob lift tape or this is boob lift. Or, oh, yeah. And I'm like, guys, there is like so many companies that have come. At the start, we used to go and send cease and desist and this was oh, becoming was a costly I was, I was really exercise. Do you guys still do yeah. that? 
No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no way. I don't even look at it. No anymore. way. Good luck yeah, to you. Go cut out the noise. Cut out there the noise. There's thousands and noise. thousands of companies yeah. that have that have done it. And if you if you get caught up in looking left and right, you're going to lose focus on your own business. Absolutely. Also, the money that it costs, like say if it costs us, like if we had to start suing $2,000 a letter, for example, even. But it's going to accumulate oh, to hundreds of thousands of dollars. I would rather set, spend that on our business, growing our Correct. business. Yeah. So yeah. you just, we don't even, I don't even notice anymore. When my friends send them, I'm like, stop saying, I don't, I don't even care. I don't even look at them. Like all the best to you. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. <sighs> They're like, do you know about this? And I'm like, no, like, I don't care. Like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you have like a makeup brand and there's a million other, it's like whatever, like just we worry about our business and we just want to focus on that. It's so mm. funny how people don't think of that though. Like they're like, oh, we're, we're just going to go trademark the name and then they go and do this e-com brand and then the product's not painted and then somebody comes at them with like a lawsuit. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like the brand just like that is gone. Plus you're in debt. You're a minus now because you've got to pay, yeah, for the money that you've actually earned. But what people don't realize, which I've just so, so been, being a lawyer has like made it like so upsetting that there's kind of no justice. It's like, say for example, this trademark thing, in order for us to defend ourselves, it's cost us an exorbitant amount of money, which now I've told my lawyers, let's go sue her back for damages to go get, I want that Absolutely. money recouped. I was going to say, yeah. But it's just not fair that you can even get to that point when they don't have grounds to stand on. It's something needs to change because it's not fair. And if you're a young business, I could have crippled you. We nearly could have had to change our name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And these are the things that people need to think about. So the advice to people is to trademark in China. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. (laughs) Well, that's one. But see, this this Germany thing here. Yeah, as well. See, what happened was I said to, like, you cannot have her. She wanted, she only had an issue with my name, like Bianca. And I said, we don't care about the name Bianca on itself. We want Bianca and Bridget. And Bridget, then I'm looking yeah. at this. There's, we've got, like, a bar Bianca now in um, Brisbane. There's Bianca Spender. There is all these other companies that are trademarked. So she actually received poor legal advice. She should never right. have got that bar. Anyway. I think, you know, she probably targeted you quite well as well, you know, because obviously you guys are doing really well and she's like, oh, big brand, you know, glamorous. Actually, target them. And that's another thing she wanted to, she wanted us to settle and she was really alarming. She wanted to like not put it in a company name. She wanted everything to go in our personal names. And yeah, it's like, right. I feel I like, I feel like she had an agenda. Like she wanted Correct. to, she yeah, was just trying to get money. Else. Yeah, yeah. And lucky we have um amazing legal team, which always put us in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just scary, you know. Like it's like just go work, go worry about your own business. Why I'm not yeah, worried, yeah. I don't want to sue anyone. And this is the thing, like, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much about this because I want to go to other things. But, yeah, you know, sure. This is the thing, like, you know, with your girls, like when you have so much on your plate, sometimes you're just like, oh, effort. Like just let's yeah. just pay her and get it done. Yeah. Get it done. You know, like this is too much stress and it's causing chaos, you know, in our business. So sometimes that usually happens and that's why people target you because they're like, oh, they won't really care. They'll just pay it, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, they, they don't know us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, that's usually what they would think. Um, so let's go back to the brands because we've spoken about booby tape um, and your clothing line a little bit. So let's talk about what they are and how they came about. So when did you guys start the fashion brand or what started first? Was it Booby Tape or the fashion brand? So Bianca and Bridget started first in 2017. Yeah. yeah. And then Booby Tape followed the one exactly one year later. 
One year later. Okay. So Bianca and Bridget, what is that line? Because for people that are listening, because most of people listening is on audio. So is it biancabridget.com.au? Just dot com. Dot com. Okay. And it's Um, luxury clothing? Yeah. So it's a, Bianca and I pride ourselves on really timeless pieces as well. So it's your classic, you can definitely get your classic little black dress, but your blazer, well, there goes an earbud. So that's what we pride ourselves on, um, just classic clothes that you can wear year after year. Um, it really started from our styling days. So when we had, we had Melbourne stylists, we started that business with $250 when I was 18 and, um, I had just moved to Melbourne. We were both working like Bianca was working at David Jones. I was like doing some reception on hairdressing and random stuff. And that's when we decided that we're like, we need to start something. So we started this business and, um, we grew a following and we started dressing celebrities and um we noticed that like everyone who? Was, like what type of celebrities were you guys dressing um, when we did a lot of people from like at the time like all when big brother was big all the people from big brother um oh yeah cool um what's it called what's remember the block was the block the Kyle, yeah. And yeah. Kyle and Kyle and, and they would be they were doing um, the logies brown oh work. yeah yeah, wags cool. and like, yeah, all that type of stuff. And um, so then we found that when we would put a dress on the red carpet or something, that dress would then sell out and everyone was getting them replicated for wedding dresses and things like that. And we're like, oh, so people yeah. obviously like our style. They like what we're dressing, you know, our, um, our clients in. So we're like, let's, we want to make an affordable range that we would dress in and we would dress our clients in. Um, you know, it's hard to get for $300 a stunning black dress, especially these days with social media, everyone's changing their outfits, not wearing things twice. Um, you know, it's expensive to go and buy a $1,000, $2,000 dress every weekend. So we wanted to make yeah. an affordable range. And that's really how Bianca and Bridget came about, would you say, Bianca? And the point of difference was basically Bridget and I, um, unfortunately, have incredibly expensive taste. So from young children, we've always loved really beautiful things. So we thought... Even ourselves, like, we can't afford to wear these clothes. Like, we love Balmain, Versace, Yves Saint Laurent, like, et cetera. I know. Let's, we study the trends and we've always just, we're just naturally been into it since we're, like, little girls and we look at the trends and we're like, okay, that piece, let's make that piece affordable. So, you know, like, we it's all about sort of business, supply and demand. All these young women, everyone at the moment wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to dress like they're a million dollars but the reality is life is expensive we just can't afford it so let's make clothes that look like we want to design the sexiest dress that looks like it'll be on a YSL runway let's make it for 280 dollars and let's sell it yeah and then you don't have to worry about it too much um so it's about turnover and volume and like I said people think oh my god you guys are so creative you're in fashion and we're like yeah, like I suppose we are, but I think we're more study trends. We more mm. study the business philosophy of, of it. Mm. What do women want? What do they want to wear? That's what I think our skill is more so than Bridget's probably much more creative than me. Um, yeah. But we're not we're like there's some fashion designers we know that are just literally like brilliant. They will sit there and kind of like, oh, yeah. you, you guys are wild. Like that's, that's not us. We're more just um, we're, more we're a business side of it, yeah. Yeah. We want to bring what we think women want and we want to make women feel good. Are you? Do you think you guys would be similar to Lillian Kalouf when it comes to like the, the timeless pieces? Yes. Yeah, so Lillian Kalouf is actually a very good friend of ours. Um, Lillian Kalouf is, I would say, no, she's, she's a true creative. 
Um, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Incredible. She's incredible. Yeah. She, okay. She's super high end, and Lillian, but, Lillian's but, like her, her family have been doing it. She's very different to us. But you, you um, mean as in the style? Like I would yeah, say, like that, yeah, style, like the style, like as in the pieces. Yeah, like because she does she's like a, random pieces as well. But That's Lillian's very avant. She's very avant garde, and she's got our, our We're much more classical than Lillian. So Lillian's um, pieces are very avant garde. So she does some pieces that are like, like, did you just see her wedding? It was like, whoa. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The black and the, the white. And white, yeah. Yeah, um, so Lillian's got and that long really. And table. Oh, yeah, my gosh. But we, are, we do, I feel like it, the brands do cross over a little bit as well. She does do like a yeah. classic pants and a classic, yeah. Well, that's what I thought. We, um, we might actually. Timeless pieces. We might have club. something. Well, you never know what's in the future, so we'll oh see what's happening. You need to. You did. I'm buying <laughs> that dress. <laughs> okay. She has amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, so let's go to so Beckenbridge. Ah, sorry, I always say Beckenbridge. By the way, I'm yeah, so I don't sorry. Know why people do it? Why do people keep saying that? Well, it's because do you guys of the Bridget. Get that a lot. Yeah, yes, but it doesn't. Because when I said it, she was, yeah. Bridget was like, "Oh, don't worry, it's fine. We, we always get it." <laughs> yeah, people message me. They're like, "Oh, that your Beck and Bridge dress," and I'm like, "It's not even really similar it's to not, my it's ears, B anyway. and B anyway." Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, B and B. People get confused, but um, you did that, and then you booby tape came. A year later, 12 months after the brand, the stylist. Yeah. Um, And how did that come about? Like, that's so random. Like, it's like from high-end fashion. Yeah, well, okay. So Bianca and Bridget was like our dream, our pride, our like everything that we wanted to do. When we were speaking about Bianca and Bridget for years, like we were like, we're going to create a label one day. I don't know why we didn't do it earlier. But anyway, and then um, literally, so... Once you kind of start a business, I feel like now we can just like roll them out. Like you get a kind of a system and, you know, we, we're okay. good at it now. And But you understand, Bridget, now it's we understand the, the supply and demand and we understand when yeah. there's a lack in the market. That's the biggest, yes. not running a business. It's where we, Bridget and I are very good. People pitch us ideas all the time. Is it going to work? Is it not? All the so time. that's that's what we've got a skill for um, as well. So Continue. pretty much I'm a natural F cup and I was – I'm like, I can only wear dresses that I can wear a bra. So literally if the top comes to like here, I can't wear it because you're going to see my bra underneath. And so I was like, I'm so sick of it. So then I started going to um, like Bunnings and Mitre 10 and using gaffer tape and I was making bras out of gaffer tape and um, it was so uncomfortable and I was just getting frustrated. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Why don't I just jump on the internet and search for a boob tape like that yeah how silly I haven't done that earlier yeah it's good for the skin so I'm sitting yeah. on google and I'm like Bianca you won't believe it it doesn't exist a boob tape there's other girls for sure that have to have my problem and Bianca's like I don't believe you she jumps on I think my brother was even like as if and we all were searching and then we're like no something needs to be done about this that it's, it doesn't exist no we were like yeah. jack we're like jackpot we're like when you go to google something and it's not there make it do it and it done. was literally not even like, we're just like, yep, let's just get this out here. We were making some money from Bianca and Bridget. We took $15,000 out of Bianca and Bridget, the profits, and we put it okay. towards, we put That's it towards, all. yeah, that was what we launched the business with. Um, and I, we were a bit like, oh, $15,000 should we even be taking that much from the profits? Anyway, little did we know the minute we launched Booby Tape. And I think when we started Booby Tape, when we start any business, our biggest 
Our philosophy behind it is that we want it to look like it is a million billion dollar company already. Brand, so yeah, brand first. Yes, the yeah. branding, like mm. um, uh, the the logo, the photo shoot. Like you can tell when a photo shoot's done on your iPhone in your house, or you know, the photo shoot. Everything needed to look like it was a billion dollar company. So when we actually launched, um, we had people asking us, they're like, "Oh, have you bought the <coughs> for Australia?" And we're like, "That's such a compliment." No, like we've created it, and I think yeah. the first. I reckon the first year people were just like, what do you mean? You didn't just buy it. Like people were shocked that like, you've created this whole We didn't thing. tell people yeah. for a year. Bridget. No, we, we didn't. We didn't tell people for the first year that it was ours. Um, yeah. And then. Why so anyway, that? So, you were just like skeptical well, we of like had, people stealing. We, there, there was a few reasons now that we've spoken about our parents. The first reason was, well, our, we wanted the focus to be on Bianca and Bridget. And we okay. didn't want people to think that it was deflected or anything like that. The second reason is everyone just gave us, when we launched Bianca and Bridget, the amount, can I swear? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. You can the swear, amount yeah. of shit that we copped that our parents started, our parents funded, our parents is, I'm like, we start BBT, everyone's going to think that, oh, here we go. It's just another business their parents have done for them, which I don't know how they think that. Really? Um, okay. And so we were just like, you know what? We're just going to keep it on the low. We're going to just launch it, see how it goes. Um, and then one year later, when we went to LA to throw our party in LA, when Stacy came and Heidi Montag, that's when we finally released that it. it was our business. And um, but we were just subject to so many. Do you remember one of our best friends at the time, Bridget, who we're no longer friends with? Thank God. Um, she was like, "So you're gonna release like a tape?" Yeah. When we told her, she goes, she goes like groundbreaking, like you know, yeah. and she's kind of like laughing with her husband at like the dinner table. Yeah, and we're like. You just wait and see what we do with this yeah. tape. Like, yeah. but we were just, we're, so we're really thick rude. skin. So people many are just people. rude. And Bridget and I are so, like, we have a consulting business. We are happy for everyone. We want everyone to do well. Jealousy is this one thing that, like, I can't really tolerate in a person. The and um, there's a lot of it around. COVID's a really good example of people not doing well. Like when people aren't doing well, the whole world's not doing well. We want everyone to do well. Like look at last year, it was a freaking disaster. Like this yeah, year, you know, touch wood, it's going a bit better. We want to see our friends, our family, everyone around, anyone we consult, everyone to do well. It benefits yeah. everyone. Like it's silly to Ooh. not, you know, and the amount yeah. of rude comments we've had, that's why we just, our next business that we do, we're like, we're, we're never telling anyone it's ours. Like we're not even, no one will even know it's ours. It's well, just yeah, there's, a, there's a few people that are super, super secretive with a lot of things like people mm. don't even know half the things that people do just because mm. of that reason mm. you know it's horrible though people, people should um even, yeah it's horrible but well you um, know do you, do you kind of blame them um you know I do know this one guy he's um you know he he runs like a really big brand an econ brand you probably know him I'm not going to mention him on the podcast because we're still feel like I him on. feel like I do and yeah and um like I've we've been in talks for like a long time he's a really good guy and he's become like a friend of mine as well and um long story short he keeps like just give me a week to think about it I'm like I want to do it but I'm like how do I do it and I'm like people need to know your story like are you kidding me you're like is young. he from the country he is and I'm not gonna yeah, mention yeah I'm like you're amazing like people need to really hear story yeah really really He's good done friend so of ours well yeah we and we're trying to get a skincare we product, talk. a skin, yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same thing that he cops, but his is even more so. Like he's and just that's like what he's like. He's like, I'm yeah. just like, I don't know because I just don't want to be that person. And I'm like, I, I had a journalist ring me up the other day. They're like, Bianca, can you please get him in the paper? So I rang him up and I go, mate, 
it's time that the world like yeah. knows your story. Like it's amazing, but he just is, and I respect him so much because it's yeah. so cool and it's so and private. I'm kind of jealous of his private lifestyle. It's nice. Same. So, yeah, same. like it's that. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah, but I, I get it. Like I get it. You know, he's a dad and stuff as well, and yeah. he probably doesn't really, you know, want the the limelight. Like some people do, and some people don't. Like I get it. But, yeah, but he's, he's um, they're literally the coolest, the coolest people ever. Yeah, he's so lovely. I love him. He's great. He's really yeah, good. He's yeah. helped me a lot with like the e-com side. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, and he's someone. Um, and he's helped, helped, he's helped, helped us. us. I'm and sure. Like, yeah. Do you have any free hours? I'm like, I want to pay you. He's like, absolutely not. And like, you know, yeah, not, a, like, not a not a bone of jealousy in him. He's just the most no. beautiful, genuine. The both of them, they're just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get him. We'll, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. Yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah. So booby tape, and then you've recently launched booby tape skin skin, which is like a clay <sighs> facial thing that sits on. The top okay, of the so breast. basically, booby tape skin is the first skincare in the world designed specifically for breasts. So Bridget and I have been working on this for years, but we had been so busy that COVID came and we're just like, okay, we can stop for a minute. Let's get anything we've been working on. Let's get it into action now because we have a lot of free time Um, because our life is just not how it's it's stopped basically. Um, So basically we thought women do skincare for their face. Why not? It's time to like all women show like your decolletage and your breasts and then we wanted to talk about breast health as well. So basically we've got a Himalayan um, salt scrub, which is just incredible for breast acne. We researched what were the main problems that like women had. So there was a problem such as breast acne. We try to yeah. come up with something to combat that. Every woman is not happy with the firmness and stretch marks. That's like such a real thing. Let's yeah. come up with a firming lotion for that. And then everyone wants to, is about detoxifying and making themselves, getting rid of impurities. We've got a clay mask for that. So basically we've come up with those three products which have just been received incredibly well. Um, In the past week we've signed with like five majors in the UK. When I say majors, um, supermarkets, pharmacies, they want the entire range. Um, Chemist Warehouse have got the entire range. So it's been received incredibly well and Bridget and I are very excited about it because our business is expanding and booby tape is becoming a force to be recognised with in the breast industry. Oh, nice. So do you do you think that you guys will launch something else in the breast space eventually? Mm-hmm. Um, we, just, we want to be your one-stop shop like we, the, for, for the breast, boobs. yeah. Chest and boobs, um, we want to be your go-to I love people. that you guys stick to one thing though, like you don't make it so complicated. It's just like a boob. <laughs> It's a boob brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so does it get rid of all those like little um, bumps on your chest? Like not pimples, but it's like almost like goosebumps, but it just yeah, stays there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, all, it definitely um, helps. Yep. Definitely. What else is good for that is we've got our medical grade silicon chest pad. And yeah. that is so like, for example, we've just been researching like everything that we want for our skin. So like all the best plastic surgeons in the world have been using medical grade silicon for years to help like one of our one of our friends had a cesarean and she's like come and see my scar and I'm like you've got medical grade silicon on your scar like do you know what I mean so people don't yeah. know like um so putting it here helps um increase blood flow and gets rid of fine lines like it's incredible one of my favorite products I sleep with it every night oh wow you can sleep with it yeah yeah because when oh. you sleep you know when you sleep sometimes you crinkle your chest Especially this, if you have a big um, bus like me, like you get that line. 
so my that gosh, stops yeah. that line I didn't from happening. That. Yeah. Don't worry, Belinda, we'll send you a pack. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm literally thinking about this stuff now. I don't. People don't even think of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sleep that. If you sleep with yeah. it, yeah, it stops that line from happening, and all oh the lines really gosh. on the tracks. Yeah. Wow. So you launched that like a few months ago, right? Not mm. long ago. Yeah, not long ago. Um, I feel like it was just after Christmas. I feel like it was like it end was of Feb. January long. Feb. Feb. And a oh, Feb. Yeah. Feb. Okay, so Feb. So it's a fairly new product. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So um, let's talk about the team and stuff like that. And I know, you know, growing a brand and growing a successful business, you know, once you're in the business for so long, you start to realize it's the people, you know, mm-hmm. without the people, without, uh, yeah. Our team is know, everything. Right? Yeah. Uh, without them, we're, we're literally nothing. Um, you know, as you guys know, when you started a business just on your own, it's so difficult. And when you start building out a really, you know, team that are smarter than you it's mm. a whole nother level so. Bridget and I did um we did we did a really big deal the other day which is our can't talk about yet but our biggest yeah. deal that we've ever done it's huge and oh, before we rang our parents thank you before we rang any and we go Bridget oh, we just looked at each other we're in the car driving like who are we going to call we go, let's call our team and our staff and our staff are like congratulations and we're like no guys Congrats, like we're a team, like you, we couldn't have done this without all of you. And we have, it's taken a few hiring and firings to get the right team. Yeah. Um, But now we're just, we think we've got the most incredible team. They're all literally, they're like family and um, very close knit. And we are looking to now, we, we're actually looking for a new factory. We need to rapidly, like we need like 10 more staff, like we're growing. Um, We're growing. So we want more little family members. It's hard though to find stuff. So like, mm. where did you guys start? Did you jump on Seek and post ads? Like how did you? Is, you know where it actually has come from our Instagrams. So it's so oh, funny. Instagram. Our person. Pers- no, you've got to explain, explain like the, the internship. That's how they've all started. Most oh, of them. Okay. So, well, no. So we've got like an, um, we've got an internal accountant and we've got an internal graphic designer and all they're, that they're come Seek. From, they've come from Seek. But okay. our girls, like our PA, our girls at PAC, our marketing girl, um, all of those girls, they've all Distribution, from, logistics. Yeah, all those girls, they've all come from our Instagram. They all started off, when we first started the business and we didn't really, like, you know, we only had a couple of staff. They all started as interns. They were all at university oh, and whatever. Yeah, and means they worked for free. Yeah. Yeah, so they worked for free for a few weeks and the work ethic of anyone who's willing to work for free for like the amount of free work Bianca and I have done, like forget it. Like we worked for practically for years for free. And um, yeah. so they, they did free work and they are such hard workers. Our whole team, we're just, we're so lucky and we've kept them all, we've, all been on since the start. Every single person who has interned for us has, we've given them a job. Yeah. Because like if you can do, I think it's like two to four weeks and these girls, it's nine to five. They don't complain. You should see our staff. Bridget and I, Bridget and I eat a lot. We're like constantly eating. We're like, do you guys want to go for lunch? Like it'd be two o'clock. I go, no, it's okay. I go, guys, go for lunch. Like they are the hardest. I've already eaten three times by two o'clock. Yeah. And, um, you starving. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and, you know, we've um, anyone who works for us, like if you give us like your best, Bridget and I, we're going to spoil course, you. Always, and yeah. we look, we're really big into looking after our staff. Like our staff have like an appointment, like I've got a doctor's appointment. I've got, I said, go, go, go. As long as you put in your hours, like where I, I think we're, because I, I wish I had bosses like that. I never had that. I'm like, take lunch whenever you want to take it. As long as your work's done, don't care. Mm-hmm. So you, you guys, know? 
you would say like you wouldn't micromanage? No. Not at all. Way. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at do. all. Some people do yeah. and it's um, like, it's like, I think it's about a trust thing as well. Cause if you can't trust your staff, um, you know, therefore you don't really have a good culture to start with. Yeah. Right? And well, I've been um, micromanaged. I know what it's like, like it's, and it makes you not want to be there even more. Like you want, I want everyone to be happy in the environment and we cannot do it without them. It's such a team effort. Oh, it's the whole, yeah. You know, and the more we grow, the more they grow, the more, you know, they go into bigger roles and, you know, like they start Absolutely. to interns and now one of them's working, you know, running our, our marketing, one's running our logistics, like, you know, so. And they've all got incredibly bright futures with us. And these are young kids, right? These are like, we've got like, you know, our accountant and graphic designer, like they're older, they're obviously like super qualified in what they do. But the girls who have started with us from like 18, they're young kids and they're going to have incredibly bright futures. Um, Better than someone like me, for example, who did a law degree and, oh, my God, I'm going to be a lawyer. They're already making more money than I was um, at a lawyer at 30. You know, yeah. so it's, it's just so once nice. again, it's work ethic. It's so nice too because they've they've grown with the business. They've started off from when it was a start, and they've like from booby tape that had zero stockists to now we've got seventeen hundred stockists in you know a couple of years. Like they've grown with it and seen it all happen, so they know the ins and the outs. Um, you know, we've all made mistakes yeah. together. We all learn and we all move on. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's a really good great. program, though. Like if you think about it, it's mm. essentially a program. Like let them work for free, like an intern. It's like a trial mm. period. You get them for a trial mm. period. And if it works out, then you keep them, you know? We're, 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 really, one, too, yeah. oh, we're, we're really too, like, it's about, like, their personalities too. Like, I can't, if you're going to rock up to you need to get in a different mood every day. Like, yeah. our girl, I feel like they're my, because they're, they're young, I'm like, I feel like they're my children. Same with you, Bianca. <laughs> like, they're like, like, we love them. You guys like, are so young, amazing. though. No. <laughs> like, like, I'm not. like, you're 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I feel like they're our children and like even I'm you know like the way we talk to them it's, it's so yeah funny. that's exciting though it's good to have like a little family and it's like a responsibility so yeah. where I, I want to um kind of wrap it up with a couple more questions before we leave yeah, go for it. So one was like mentorships I really wanted to talk about like who's your mentors today and um, how much are they helping you and do you think that you need a mentor and the second one was um around if we can talk into like relationships of like being an entrepreneur and what it's like to date oh and gosh. what's your relationship <laughs> like? God, wrong, like wrong time to ask me. <laughs> no one's asked us that. <laughs> I want to know because it's, like, it's, it's a struggle. Like it really, really is. Especially oh for my a woman, God. Especially Such a for struggle. a woman, um, you know, being so determined and, you know, beautiful like you, you both. I mean, men would be like, holy shit, she's so intimidating. Like, I'm not even going to try. Well, two, two very different stories. Bridget has just, Bridget's blossomed into, she's developed something great with someone. And she's so happy and I'm so happy with her. But it's, it's, it's very oh, wow. new. It's very new. And, um, and he's amazing. But it is very new. Okay, um, let's start the relationship. So, like, let's get okay, yeah. So, um. It's, is this new? No, like how is. new? Like a couple months? Yeah, a few months. Yeah. And and pre good. let pre that, did you struggle a lot? Okay, so we're two very different. So I was in a relationship for five years. I broke up in COVID. So I've been single for a year and I've just Okay, now, so long term. Um, yeah. 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 So I was in a five year relationship about to be engaged. Um oh, wow. we yeah, so I didn't I didn't really date throughout our, from what, how we've started to, he was there the whole process, but we broke up pretty much completely different, um, 
goals in life, completely different people, completely different. I'm a very family orientated person and I've never actually spoke. Everyone asked me on my Instagram, like, what happened? What happened? I've never even said it, but like, let's talk about it. I love this. (laughs) Yeah, no, because it's just like, you know what it is, what it is. And like, yeah. um, a family that did not include me. I was lucky to dysfunctional. I was lucky to be invited over for dinner like once a year. And um, I know you can't help the family that you come from, but he saw no problem in that. He's like, we actually broke up on his mother's birthday because I was not invited to the dinner after five years and about to be engaged. Oh, and the rest like, of the family was. And they're all there. And I'm just like, I'm like, I can't believe I wasn't invited to your mum's birthday. Like, is that a joke? And I'm like, that's my last straw. And he's like, you know what? That's my last straw. He's like, it's my mum's birthday. It's not about you. And I'm like, it's not the point. I want to be included in your family. Like, I can't. Yeah, of I course. Can't yeah. Have kids. Like, when I, my family treats him like a son. If we go on a holiday, he's coming. If my mum's birthday, we're going. Of course, yeah. Yeah. You know, like. So anyway, that ended after five years and I'm so grateful it did. I, yeah, met someone amazing at the moment. Let's see how it goes. It's fresh. Wow, you have butterflies. Yeah, no, it's nice. He's he's from, we grew up, um, he was my high school crush. So cute. Oh my (laughs) gosh, stop. Yeah, so he grew, he's from. So did you guys, were you guys friends like throughout the fight? No. Also, you reconnected. Our families know each other. We grew up two doors down from each other. So our families, like I knew who he was and knew who I was, like, hello, goodbye. And now I was friends with his sisters but never close with him. And like in school, he was a couple years older than me. And I was always like, oh my God, he's amazing. I'm like, wow. looking at him from afar, looking How at him drive past my house. Yeah. And then I was um, in You manifested Mildura. him. Yeah. I was in Mildura for COVID for lockdown. And then I guess we kind of just re we yeah, started talking then. And yeah. And he's moving to Melbourne in two months. So it's exciting. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Congratulations. So So just quick, quickly, um, can I ask, it's like the biggest question for women and I guess, and men, do you, does it matter what they do? Like, does it matter what profession they're in or does it matter? Because, you know, it needs to have an alignment in some way. You know? yeah, to, me, to me, yes, it does. Like, if I can't, I am so driven and so focused and that's why I find it so hard to date. I'm opposite to Bridget. I've been single for like five years mm. longer and um, I just want someone who understands what I'm doing or if I'm working yeah. like super long hours and I want them mm. to have their own. I don't mm. want... Bridget's last relationship, I felt like she was like the mother and like mm. he was a child. And I don't want that. I want a partner. Yeah. So um, that's exactly I, the reason why I broke up. Like another reason. He just had no, I, I don't mind, I don't care what you're doing, but have a drive, have your thing going for you yeah. and be doing something. He had no motivation, no drive. I was getting upset with mm-hmm. him because he's going to work every day late. I'm like, listen, I'm doing me. I need you yeah. to do you. I'm worried you're going to get fired. You're going to it work doesn't at work. o'clock. It you're leaving works. at three yeah. o'clock. Like, I'm like, you're yeah. going to be yeah. fired. I, I can't agree. hold up the fort. But, but I, I used to say, yeah. do you remember Bridget? Yeah. I used to say, go do Airtasker, go yeah, do just, Uber, just cho- show, do something. Like the things that Bridget and I have done to make money. I've worked at nightclubs. I've done telemarketing. I've stood on live on street. Would you like a free garlic bread with your meal? coming because I was good at sales I did literally like we did whatever we could and we've been taught you're gonna have a family one day you've got to support that so yeah, yeah for yeah. me what and I your partner feel like does I is had that support but being single for I was you know almost single for a year and I I never kind of was, was it a year Bridget? almost no almost okay. <laughs> but, but 
but she's I lucky in love. I, I no, I understand now what Bianca meant with all the things like the messages that I would get on Instagram, like yeah, okay, yeah. guys, message guys, try, but it's like, um, oh, will you take me away, business class? Oh, will you this? Over? And it's like, are you? And I'm like, is this a joke or just like uh, the things or just? Or it's the opposite. Guys are like, oh, um, you're too high maintenance and you're too this and you're too that. And I'm like, it's like I actually oh pay for gosh. everything myself. Like, I'm And I'm actually, actually cheaper than your girlfriend who have to pay for her hair, you have to pay for her rent. Guess what? You don't have to pay for nothing for me and I come with assets. So am I not? I'm actually cheaper. Is that not logical? <laughs> but there's this misconception and I'm sick of being judged as a woman because I like nice things and you know, Correct. wear nice clothes. Oh, my God, you're high maintenance. But people don't know we're actually old-fashioned. We cook. We're, like, actually both of us, like, incredible cooks, if I can say that. Um, and we're very loving, caring people. So whoever we're with, like, we'll look after. But it's just a shame that society is so judgmental um, yeah. and look at, like, an Instagram photo and you get judged on that. I'm sure you're a beautiful woman as well. Um, you get judged on that based on, like, your appearance. And in business, like, it's tough. But... Yeah, just um, where's the genuine people? Like um, I was dating someone recently that was just literally like I thought he was like such a good person. He was like a compulsive liar, like horrible, horrible person. And I'm like, I warned him. I said, when you date me, I know like everyone in Melbourne, if you like cheat on me or do something wrong, I said, I will find out. Didn't take long till um, someone goes, oh, you still with this person and I'm like, I'm the only person I think who breaks up with someone if they like cheat. Like I won't tolerate that like yeah, at all. Yeah. And just, I don't know where these bad, how you can hurt someone, like just good people. Like I would never, if I want to be single, I'd be single. Yeah, it's just, just only happened last week, so Bianca's still emotional about yeah, it. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. angry. She's like, Literally. no, but it's yeah. true. I, I feel as though, like, not that I'm trying to judge men based on their status, but I, I feel as though the higher status they have, the the higher so chances true. that they'll, they'll cheat and the higher chances that they'll be dodgy in some way or high risk. Yeah. Uh, high this risk. guy was, like, dodgy, um, like... Yeah, yeah, they're a high risk, but I think if they're kind of like middle, they're kind of like starting out, but semi-successful or like they're just happening. Those are the guys. It's so weird. I've literally like seen this happen, but I think yeah. when they're just about to start out or they're just starting a business or they don't have a high status, those are the ones for some reason, they're so loyal yeah. and they're so genuine about their approach. Because they're not caught up in the bullshit that is not real. It's really weird because I feel as though when you have a high, sorry, it keeps cutting out. I feel as though when you have a high status, the more access they have. Mm-mm. Yeah, of course. We were talking about this yesterday with a girlfriend at lunch, weren't we? Yeah, the, higher, yeah. the more access. They have more, they have more options. Absolutely. But um, I don't know, for me, I'm just so old school, like just be a good person and just treat someone how you want to be treated. If you don't want to be with that person, like don't be with them, oh, like don't the lie message? to them. Bianca, the message that I sent to Bianca yesterday, I got a message from someone. Listen to this. And it's about like, me. For real? Yeah, okay. How hard is it to take your sister out for dinner? I don't drive a Ferrari though. And I'm just like, is that for real? Like that you said, like that that's the mentality that they think. So yeah. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. And this is the thing, like we post we post our highlights on Instagram. So when people go to your Instagram, they automatically think that you're this person, but they don't mm. see 
the non highlights mm. behind the scenes exactly of what right. you guys are and like where you come from. Like, you know, when people say, Oh, that's daddy's money. It's because they can see that your family's probably somewhat successful. So yeah. just make assumptions that, you know, you guys come from a rich family, like Kylie Jenner and, you know, all these people that say they didn't make it. It was like, their mum's money, you know, or their dad's money. Like, that's another thing. See, it's the same thing, right? People go, all the hate yeah. towards Kylie Jenner, right? We respect her so much. Do you know how many why? rich how many why? rich families there are in the world and their children have not – Kylie Jenner has leveraged off her own platform to Absolutely. become a billionaire. She Absolutely. is so deserving. The other the other sisters have – okay, Kim's all right getting there now, but the others have had the same opportunity. They've had the same environment. But Kylie has done something, once again, supply and demand. She knows what her people want and she's provided it and she's marketed it. And people are like, she's not self-made. And it's like she's completely self-made. She is. Completely. Because there's a million reality TV stars in the world and let me tell you, they're all not doing much with their life, you know. There's only four that have done something. So, like, you know. No, it's true. It's true. She, and this is the thing, like when going back to like, you know, we're not talking about the Kim and that, cause that was one thing I wanted to talk about, um, by the way. And we we're kind of like strapped on time Don't worry about that. going back onto those girls. It's like, Chris, she made two billionaires. And and you know what, though? There's only 20, I think. Is it? No, wait, sorry. That's 2, why women that's in why the world. The, yeah, there's 2000 female billionaires. I did say that the other day. So this is why I believe the Kardashians have had the success because we deal with management all the time. Management are the death of like a celebrity. They don't care. They lose deals. Kris Jenner, she fought for her kids because she loved them yes. so much. She goes, we're going to do this deal. You're going to do this. We're not going to lose a cent. And that is why they are the brands they are because they've mm. had family managing them. So yeah, all these managers, managers are, we're Bridget and I, don't even like dealing with them because they ruin deals. Like let's say I'm going to pay a celebrity $30,000 and I offer 28, they'll say, no, I bet you that celebrity would still want the 28 if you even convey it to them. Do you know what I mean? And that probably happens four times a week. There you go. You've lost $120,000 for your client that week, um, for example. But I bet, guarantee you Chris Jenner would not have done that. Oh, no, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I think, you know, people kind of – look down at them and uh, and I think it's quite sad like even when I was to post something on my story about them people like why you like you're Belinda like Mm. why are you posting stuff about Kim or why are you supporting the Kardashians Mm. like they're trash and I'm like are you kidding me like I love the the Kardashians they're absolute bosses like they've created a unicorn for themselves you know 100% literally literally. yeah I think it's you know making assumptions so going to Kim K quickly so you caught her eye Booby tape. She came in, well, she seen the opportunity, she grabbed it, and she started. So we actually sent each sister a $1,000 bunch of, do you know Jeff Latham, their florist? Jeff Latham oh, yeah. flowers. Yeah. Um, we'll have to with, booby photo tape. with booby yeah. tape on the inside. It was absolutely stunning. So, and they received the flowers because Courtney Kardashian posted on her Instagram. Um, yeah. And then, literally, like, we, what do you reckon, six months later, then she created Max. her own. Yeah, and then and you know what? I don't even. What was I don't it even know what it is. It, well, she's done it a part of Skims. It's called Skims Body Contour Tape. Wow. Okay. And you know what? I feel like you know, being real. She's an entrepreneur. She's a woman. She saw us with a good idea, but it's like Kim. You've been taping your boobs. Oh, that's oh, the flowers wow. yeah, that we I can sent. See it. Oh, and oh they my were God. stunning. 
thousand dollars. That's like one, two, like that's Kim, Courtney, Kylie, like well, Chloe. We stunning. And that was the, that was like um that was Courtney's Insta story, like you can see on it, like with the flowers. Wow, that's stunning. Yeah. So um. The thing with Kim is everyone has the right to do what they want and I get it. What I didn't like about her is about how she was was really nasty about it and how she blatantly ripped us off. It wasn't even like her own spin on it. She literally said, so Bianca and I by this stage have done had done lots of interviews and she, um, like on the morning show, on the Today Show, this, that, whatever, she had listened to our interviews and she literally spoke word for word. It's, it's though my words wow. were coming. She's like, you hold your breast in a desired position. It's it's all of our wording. Like even from our Oh, website, my gosh. Like Can you was, please say a pitch? Because I'm literally going to write a content piece around this. I'm going to let you say it and then I'm going to put Kim in it. And then I'm going to go back yeah, to you yeah. and I'm going to do she a goes, rewind and a piece of it, content. It was, on her, it was on her Insta story. I probably have saved it. But anyway. Uh, there's so like, many um, things. She's there. like, you literally just hold your breast in a desired position and put it over your shoulder. And all, all everything was the same. And then she mocked. But then she would put our products down as well. Yeah, she would mention multiple okay. times because at the time we were the only product on the market. So she was definitely talking about us. And, you know, we're the, we're the biggest, we're the known. And she's like, my product compared to the other product that's on the market is a lot better because of this, this and this. And the other okay. product on the market, it's like there's no need to do so that. Like it was need, just. Yeah, yeah that's not, like, just a bit nasty. Like you can kind of. And we. And at the end of the day, everyone's like, you know, how do you feel? We're like, because we're very professional and like we're not jealous. We said, you know what? Good on Kim. If she wants to go for it, like, no problems. Like, we oh don't care God. at all. You guys are so good. I would have been like, what well, the? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> when the, the messages. Happened, when it happened, the, the day it happened, I was hysterical. Bianca was a lot calmer. I was hysterical. And I, she, Bianca was in China for work. I didn't go on that trip. And um, I was, uh, so I was three hours above her. Like, it was 6 a.m. And my phone I'm like, I'm going to oh, smash God. this phone because it was not ever strangers messaging me. I'm sorry for your business. So your business is over. Like good luck oh for your gosh. next business. Like nasty, nasty message. I've never seen it. Didn't stop. It was like, I couldn't calm it down. Anyway, I was hysterical, but the silver lining was she actually did really well for our business because there's at okay. the time when we first launched it, a lot of people didn't understand the concept. They were like, oh, there's Hollywood tape. I go, no, Hollywood tape's a double-sided tape. It's, we're not the same product. People were getting a bit confused. So she, with her platform, she actually, people were like, oh, that's what that booby tape is. Like what Kim, like people oh, started to understand it. it a bit more. And then her, her product sold out within minutes, as all her products do. Where else do you go? All of her platform, like all of her audience was coming to Booby Tape because they still wanted it. So they got it from our website. So our sales skyrocketed. So Oh wow. Was, That's good. Yeah, it was actually yeah, it was actually good for us. Do you think she'll come in and, and uh steal the second, the booby tape skin? Bring it on, Kim. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we wish everyone, everyone the best of success. <laughs> and the next minute you see something on Instagram in a month's time. Have you yeah. sent her that, by the way? No. No. Okay. Well, no. Your mistake. She you have us. A <laughs> no. Clearly not a fan of us. I was going to say, I was going to say, I hope you didn't send it to her. Um, so lastly, I want to wrap it up. By the way, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, the biggest thing is mentors, right? And um, mm-hmm. I truly believe in them. But what about you girls? Do you have uh, mentors right now? Hundred percent. So we always. Um, so we have different people, like for different things. You know, like yeah. 
finance strategy, like what have you. So basically we, and this is why Bridget and I have like a consulting business, which by the way is we're so busy at the moment. We only want to receive advice and give, we respect your opinion if you're doing better than us and you're at like a level that like we can't achieve. So um, we, um, we haven't achieved yet. So for example, like, good friend of mine, like Sean from Bondi Sands, like totally killing it. He's someone who like, I go to like, Sean, can you, like, because he's got like a similar, a similar model, like it's a product and he's scaled and he's scaled well and they've done incredibly well. So for example, like he's one person who I incredibly like respect, like what he has to say. Amazing. Um, and then there's like lots of others. Um, I was about to say his name, but things. the one, the guy that's under wraps, the one from the company. Yes. He's him he's out, ask him. He's out. Yeah. Come. Advice. Yeah, um, I think um, our parents too. We speak to our parents like the advice our parents give us, and my dad has quickly and mum have quickly learned the social media world. They're really onto it now, and um, mm-hmm. we speak to them like how many times a day? We're always calling them for advice. They're uh, fantastic. But that's too like uh, Bridget and I, for example, we don't rent any property. Bridget and I are trying to accumulate property, so our parents are helping us with advice yeah. that's 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 my dad's mentoring advice do you know what i mean like saying why are you girls going to waste money on renting a factory when you can be paying off your mortgage so we've got two factories we're about to buy a third like at the moment it's going to be a huge one so it's just we've got different people guiding us in different ways and as i said without with yeah, our consulting good. business we want to help those people who are at that preliminary stage of how the bloody hell do I start a business mm, and yeah. look what we're doing it can be done if you mm. you need a good idea but you need good guidance and you need to know a few simple things and Bridget and I have made all the mistakes come to us book it in and yeah we love yeah. to help we're big big believers of like you never stop learning and anyone even if someone tells you a million things and you just take one good thing from that conversation like you can always learn something so you know even like we know um, people that are farmers for example and we'll still ask them about their business how and you just pick up different things about oh, how yeah. they run things like you can always Curious. learn we're, we're really big into and we're the biggest like I ask questions I want to know like how are you doing 100% like yeah. never ever be arrogant and never be complacent and never think like I listen to like a lot of podcasts so I am obsessed with like scaling podcasts and Bridget how many times do I go oh my god I've had this tip I've had that tip and yeah the things you can get from a podcast it is just like you can go get a Richard Branson podcast a lifetime of experience you might pick up two things from him another two from Bill Gates another two from like whoever and mm. you are getting the most successful people in the world their advice like I think podcasts are just the way of the future and I love them and hopefully ours can help someone, you know, of course, so much great value here. Can, can I just add one more thing? The consultant thing. So you've got your brands and now you're consulting one-on-one yeah. or you yeah, we're only yes. taking about four clients a week because we do, okay. it's a one hour block and we just don't have any more capacity for that. It started because we were getting inundated and we're finally helping people. And we're like, you know what guys, we've actually started two multi-million dollar businesses within 12 months. That's, kind of unique um yeah. you can you can, you can pay help. for our let's help i wish and we charge like a thousand dollars if i could pay a thousand dollars to tell you what we teach you oh, i yeah. pay it 10 times over and you know the people the ones that are like yep where do i sign up 
or they even just go online and they just buy it. And then some, they're like, um, actually, that is so expensive. No thanks. And I'm like, you are just limiting your future. That $1,000, I'm going to give you a supplier that would have caught your customer. Like, uh, we save you that like automatically. Mm, like, we give all of our contacts. So you so give the resources. It's why 100%. We want everyone, awesome. if you're going to. If you're going to pay us for our time, we're going to make sure that that is valued. You know, like, we put we we'll put you on our Instagram. Do you know how many successful people buyers internationally follow us on Instagram? That itself is like that's worth it. Like like we've received the bad batches of stock. Like we know. Like we've 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 learned from the mistakes on how all of our like the client list that we have with all of our suppliers. That's all cost money, you know. Yeah. So the fact that you're already getting like we give our box contacts, our this contact, our everything contacts. That's, you know, you're going to get a good product, which will probably save you thousands of dollars. So it's all, yeah, even how to set up your website from the beginning so that you don't have to go back and spend $20,000 to fix it. You know, just things like that, yeah. that you just, you can't buy. Did or like you guys- don't waste your money patenting, for example, like, you know, or um, we'll tell you how to negotiate with celebrities. Like it's that, that thousand dollars is like more than, more mm. than saved. Do you yeah. guys, um, I, I was just about to say something, but I, forgot but going back to like the consultancy thing there's a lot of guys out there that run brands or like successful e-com brands and they become like a coach in some way or they start selling courses online like swipe up now and a lot of people are like there's so many e-com coaches and so many e-com people trying to sell something Mm -hmm. but if they were that successful why Mm -hmm. the hell are they coaching you know absolutely Totally. And, like, and that's why ours is we don't push ours. Where ours is not, no, ours is like, so I, like said, yeah, no, you said, I didn't know that it, you guys yeah. were doing that until you told yeah. me. But it so was like come from in general, you know, yeah, in general, I mean, like, like how do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, I actually kind of do agree with that a little bit. No, we totally agree. But at the same time, like, like if Bianca and I did a course that we filmed once or whatever and, and we could sell that and make another business out of that where people can get our information, it's just another business you can start. So I, I get it. I, I see both sides to it. Um, you could but automate ours, it. Yeah. But this yeah, is not, this is, this is a little, it's literally for our friends and family and followers who ask us for advice. Got you can it. pay for it. This is not a retire thing for us. Like I, I said, I get it. I get yeah. Yeah, our yeah. Instagram would just be inundated with people. Can we meet up? Can we have a coffee? Can we this? Can you um, answer oh, this yeah. question? Where do you get your supplies? And it's like, we're like, you know what? Here's a link. If you want to talk, we'll talk there. That's it. Because it just got out of control. Um, so that was the same as, you know, like it's. it's Supply and demand. It's, it's good money. You know, it's extra five grand a week. So it's that five, 20,000 a month for yeah. 20 hours work. Like it's, it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're helping um, people in the end and they will yeah, no, back, love it. You know, and like we actually love helping it. your brand. Yeah. And it's yeah. rewarding as well because you've kind of built these massive brands and you're like, oh my God, like it's so rewarding helping other people succeed. And we've got no investors or anything in our business. So every money, all the money that we make is, uh, we are focused on oh, growing awesome. the business. So 100% bootstrapped. 100%, yeah. From Bianca and Bridget. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been such a fun podcast. I've I love this so much. Thank you and so much. And you know what? Been with a woman as well, Bridget. How good is it? We're all about like being empowerment. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so not a feminist, but I love women in business. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what? Yeah. I think I kind of am. 
I'm really, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, look, I kind of, I'm, I, am and I'm I not. love women. I love women, but I just don't like how women preach a lot. How No, I'm not like that. They I'm not have like that, but I'm all like about limits, you know, and it's like, no, you don't. You don't have limits. You know who just posted booby tape the other day is, um, do you know Sophia Amoruso? She's the owner of Na- Nasty Girl. Do you remember she's that girl? It started oh, girl God, boss. I think I know. Yeah, yeah, I think I. Yeah, she was. So she started Nasty Girl and like went nuts. There's, it's a Netflix series on TV. Um, you should watch it. It's incredible. Um, and yeah, anyway, she's just someone we look up to. She's like the biggest girl boss ever. And then she's oh, gonna I like go check her out. Yeah, definitely. So she actually posted booby tape um, and nipple covers, and we're like, this is dope. Oh my god! <laughs> it's We've got lots of exciting things happening, so stay tuned. I will. And where can people, just lastly, where can people find you? Like if they want to, first of all, the most important thing, I know a lot of people will want to reach out for the consultant. So where do they like reach out for that? And is there an email, DM you? www.biancaandbridgetconsulting.com. But if you go to our personal profiles, which is Bianca Rocasano, our last name is R-O-C-C-I-S-A-N-O. Bridget is Bridget Rocker. Um, Bridges with a double T, um, or you know, you'll find us. Yeah, our personal Instagram accounts have just link in the bio, and you can book through there. Oh, cool! Yeah. And they can DM you as well directly if they yeah, have any questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And where can we check out like Booby Tape, the skin and the tape? www.boobytape.com. It's all available there. And Bianca and Bridget is biancaandbridget.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. This is fun. Thank you so much. This was so good. Thanks Thanks for listening to Startups and Unicorns with Belinda Agnew. If you haven't already, please subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Ployd is the only flat rate recruitment product helping companies scale talent without breaking the bank. For more tips and value, follow us on our socials via at nmsofficial and at ployd.co on Instagram. Connect with us on LinkedIn at nmsemployed or get in touch directly with Belinda by following her at Belinda Agnew Official.